1: Dinner to get to? Let a do you really? Yeah. What time? Five. Oh, that's early. Shit, Brandon, with your aunt. Yes. I'm oh my God. Where?
0: Okay. Where in town? Not to get too regionous about it. Glendale.
1: What? No, I think fine. we're going
2: to the Americana. I just came from the Americana. <laughs> if we do a tight ninety episode, you'll be fine. Yeah. And Brandon, this will come
0: down to you, as you are likely to gush the longest on gonna... on le film. Mm. What a movie. I have a hot take. Oh, boy. I have a hot take. It's not about the film we're discussing this week, but I noticed it last night or yesterday afternoon. Katie Hill, the congresswoman uh, from Simi Valley, just post- she posted a picture of running into a friend of hers who happens to be running for president in the airport. And her, the friend of hers is dressed in sort of a black suit with a fluffy white uh, button down on the inside that is very billowy, but the jacket is very tight. And I came to the realization that Kamala Harris dresses like Marlena Dietrich.
2: Oh, she does. Look at she actually look does at
0: everything Kamala wears. Oop. Her fashion inspiration is Marlena Dietrich. Well,
2: Marlena Dietrich was a cop, so <laughs> exactly, Oop. famously. Famously, I can't. yeah.
1: That's not too hot of a take.
0: I think that's a hot take. I All think right. that qualifies. <laughs> I don't know if it's a hot take, but I've, no one said it. But I saw this picture. It just like it's suddenly it a me. take. It hit me like a lightning bolt.
1: I want to get something straight. Sure. <laughs> I pronounced Caitlin Dever's name at the end of the episode last week. Dever. It is Dever. It's Dever. Are you sure? I have
0: no,
2: I've never heard it aloud.
0: I've heard it as so, Dever. I didn't realize this was such an endeavor. I mean, oh. I
1: looked up like the YouTube how to pronounce. Oh. How did she
0: say But not there. How did there, she
2: say it? I couldn't find her pronouncing it. Mm. Well, I'm that's always have, how you I'm, know. I'm going to have to do some research on that. It was going around this week that... It's Deaver? No, it was going around <laughs> this week as if it was news that it's pronounced Rihanna. Excuse me? And like, I thought we all knew that. It's Rihanna.
1: Oh, yes. Her name is Rihanna. Is. But, what, what? but people have and said people, Rihanna what, for so yeah. long. A
2: video of her saying, hey, it's Rihanna. Okay, nice. And people were like, wait. Like, yeah. didn't we discover that seven years we ago? We did. Ten when, years, when ago? <laughs> years ago. When Umbrella came out. Fifteen years ago. It's been a minute. But then we forgot and
1: then it happens again. uh uh-huh. Okay, well tomorrow. now, should I spend 10 minutes on the mic? <laughs> looking
0: <laughs> up looking up
2: interviews of Caitlin Dever saying Caitlin her Dever. name.
1: I
0: think it's Dever.
2: <laughs> Says Cameron Sheets. Says fellow film fag, Did Cameron Sheets. Spoke to them. And everyone at the junket said Dever. He thought it was Dever. But everyone else said Dever.
0: I think it's Deaver.
2: People on
1: her team said Deaver, or like fellow journo's said Deaver. Well,
0: fe- fellow journo's actually are not able to say Deaver without saying Caitlin Deaver is an amazing actress, <laughs> and I said that ten years ago, and I've been watching her grow, and I was right. I watched Men, Women, and Children. Look, I completely, I completely agree that Caitlin Deaver is a phenomenal actress, and she's been turning out good work for. We're a going decade. with Deaver, but it is comical to me that it's like if you're gonna do it in a meme format, it's like. Somebody, Colin, doesn't say anything. A film journalist who got
1: their start 10 years ago
0: in the business. I've been telling you for years. Caitlin Deaver is the real deal. and well, now was it's
1: it, it was David Sims who said, he well, was cashing it, in on my it's Caitlin Deaver stock now.
2: It's
0: about 500 different people. Yes. Yeah. Many, many folks have said. I don't think I've
2: ever seen her in a movie before. i have Short Term 12. S- I have no memory of her in that movie. She's,
0: she's sort of the disturbed girl.
2: I rewatched it recently. Um, you whole, did?
3: Yeah.
1: Did you log? Yeah. What'd you give it? Four and a half. Fuck nice. yeah! Good movie. Even Rami
2: Malik is tolerable. It's Rami
0: Malik's best performance because ever he's, because he's not allowed to showboat.
2: Exactly. They did
0: not say you were the star, so he just acts like the shy kid in the background. I think he... his best
2: performance is on Gilmore Girls. I haven't seen oh, Gilmore Girls. I, have, I would like to see that. But no, Rami Rami
0: is good in Short Term 12 because anytime he tries to take over the picture, everyone's like, "Go sit down. You don't know what you're doing."
1: Exactly. It's get great. out of here. Mm-hmm. But Caitlyn Deaver is the trouble girl. She's the and trouble she's girl. She's phenomenal. Great, and she's like. 17? I so, don't know. The,
0: the, uh, obviously, Short Term 12 is one of these, like, Days and Confused movies where everybody in the film has basically broken out. Like, we have two Oscar winners in
1: that cast now.
0: Mm-hmm. What's his name? We have
1: Captain Marvel and, oh, well, Freddie Mercury.
2: Freddie Mercury. <laughs> the. In the flesh.
0: But then we also have, like, the Days and
2: Confused cast is insane. Unbelievable. All right. They're literally all famous. This is going to make them. me sound. Except for uh, the
0: ones who shouldn't have gotten famous. Whoops.
1: S- when does Reese show
0: up? Renee?
2: Renee. Oh, you said Renee in the law. Yeah. She's in
0: the background of a shot, right? Yeah.
2: Renee is the person that walks by that prompts that high school girls always say the same age. That's That's right. That the older I get. That's right. Whatever the line is. I thought, I read it as Reese
1: and I was like, wait, what? (laughs) When is she in this movie?
0: That's sort of oh, what I, Anna Perna said, Deaver. That's sort of what I like about um, sort of what I like about podcasting, and then all of our episodes get put into a digital archive. Is that we get older, those episodes stay the same age.
2: Oh, her Wikipedia says D. Like there's a the pronunciation. Oh my <laughs> god, guys, we have to go back. You get a D and
1: literally ver for cut pronunciation. Everything we've Frano. said for the past ten minutes, mm-hmm. starting with me saying I want to take it back and I regret pronouncing her name wrong because I pronounce it. Right. All
0: right, let's take it back, guys. I've recently noticed that Kamala Harris is just
1: uh, serving Marlena Dietrich left and right. That's not no. that hot of a take. I, I think it's a
0: take. I've certainly never heard it. Uh, Welcome I love, to movie.
2: Oh no, we're. We're doing the rewind. Oh, We're like doing in the, in the perfection. perfection. I, oh,
0: haven't, I haven't had a sip of wine yet. So what is, the, what is the perfection? Iconic cinema. I, what what is isn't it? the perfection?
1: Can <laughs> the I quote movie. my tweet? Sorry. Yes. Quote it Serenity later. walked <laughs> so the perfection could run off a cliff and kill itself. No.
2: You're gonna get, you're gonna I've, get uh, I, I've reported <laughs> on that one, Prina. I'm like going home at night and clandestinely watching <laughs> when she takes the wig off.
0: So what is we that? can't uh, spoil this movie for you. I'm never gonna see it, I don't have any time.
2: And when, What's I don't even his, know how to spoil when it. When What's-His-Face <laughs> takes the knife and j- jabs it
3: through Threw Alice Williams' arm. arm
2: and is like, what?
3: they're like, <laughs> her, <laughs> her arm
1: Her arm goes like this. <laughs> in, it, 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 like that, that
0: picture of Meryl Streep oh. and Julia
1: Julia spreading the chicken yes. legs apart. That's, that's her, her arm. arm. Spoilers for the production <laughs> now on Netflix. This
0: episode comes out the day after Meryl Streep. This is... Oh, no. Wait, no. No, this comes out in two days. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, Ben, for the
1: quick turnaround. It's all right. We don't have to edit anything well no.
0: I
3: mean, I mean,
1: sorry sorry listeners think, I think so far we're fine <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: well nothing to worry about Brandon's like I did something really problematic I, I mispronounced Caitlyn Deaver's last name I'm canceled I am literally canceled I mean you're a, you're not
1: canceled but you are a fake fan I love to be oh. canceled uh, I would literally love to be canceled someone cancel me so I can finally stop <laughs> <laughs> um Am I in charge? Yeah, absolutely. Because I've seen the film thrice. so What's the What's the Oprah thing where she holds up three fingers? I've seen the film twice. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Me with this movie. Okay, welcome. We're just gonna hey. get right into it. Oh, hello, hi. Uh, How's it
2: hi?
1: going? That's going fine. I where guess. Where did you come from before you came here? Therapy.
2: Oh, how is oh, that? Fine. Great. I had therapy today too. Cool.
0: Oh, my God. And I usually have therapy today, yeah. but not tonight. I, I was had to sweating a lot. You were Booksmart, I had, which to, is I had to, exactly. Booksmart wow. is therapy. I literally had to cancel therapy today so I could see Booksmart. Wow. <laughs> which is
1: therapy. Yes. That's why I've seen it three times. For a
0: third of the price. Mm.
1: Wow. Only a third? I have a great rate. Wow. Good for a, you. I have a great good rate. Good for you.
0: What? Huh? My therapy is pretty cheap. His movie oh. ticket is a third of my the price My of therapist therapy.
3: operates
1: wow. on a sliding scale. Good for you. Same.
0: Well, and now that I've hit th- my and deductible... Go th-
2: and I don't go through I pay in a handful of M&Ms. <laughs> oh, your deductible Now that I've hit my deductible, a movie ticket is about a quarter. Not is bad. It, are your movie
0: tickets covered by insurance? Yeah. Hell yeah. They mm-hmm. should be. Yeah, HMO, um, your home movie operation. <laughs> uh-huh. That's right. Um, okay, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Brandon. Welcome.
1: This is... Where's that coffee from
0: Phil's, Phil's. not to get too regional about it. Stop. Was oh, that the, at the Americana? It. Phil's coffee at the Americana on my way here.
1: I, d- I d- that I d- Twitter account can it is, Venmo us.
0: It is because oh, they're going to be making a lot of money soon. It is mm. so important to me that I don't co-opt or don't try and co-opt on the mic, the Americana thing, the
2: brand They're, they're, they're uh, but you've been a fan. They're, they're,
0: they're a brand of the Americana on brand. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do that. That is the best Twitter account for anyone who lives in Los Angeles. The mm. Americana at brand.
2: Truly. Very truly. Movies
0: I I've have. I've been Mo. going there for like oh. six years and going today for the first time after the meme account.
2: It, it is just like with fresh Transcendent. eyes. Transcendent. Touched, fresh eyes. Yeah. Everything's making me laugh. That's really beautiful. I love that. I love having a laugh. I had a lot of laughs this week. Good. Watching the perfection, mm. watching what if. Okay, oh, so as I'm watching, what if? Like, no, I'm still only five episodes in. Okay, How so many
1: is
0: it? Ten. Is the premise? I thought of the, it was a limited is, series. Is the premise of the program Renee Zellweger is offered eight million dollars for someone no, to sleep with she, her husband? No,
2: she's the rich woman, and she who pays, does the paying. So she's eighty, not 80, eight, not 80, ten million dollars. She pays eighty million dollars cash. The girl, the redhead. Who is Dallas Howard? The most wooden actress I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) Like, it is it is so The worst actress you've ever seen to watch the girl that is ostensibly the protagonist of this show try to act.
0: Renee's not the protagonist? No. Oh, I thought she was the the antagonist. It's it's
2: like the double worst product. Sure. Dynamic. She will get the lead Emmy nomination Mm -hmm. for what if. Correct. Exactly. Um. But like the the first episode opens with Renee in a dark in her penthouse in San Francisco, and it's stormy outside. She's recording to a recorder. This gives me big big serenity vibes. She's talking about, like, what you have to do to sacrifice and getting ahead and she writes on a note card to herself at any cost and she <laughs> underlines it to what it uh, at any cost uh, and then episode two what? it's not the very opening of the episode but it's the first time we see her in the episode it starts with her doing archery <laughs> well these these it's sound like it's literally some, the greatest thing I've ever these seen these
0: sound like some pretty ineffective
2: cold opens because they sound red hot to me uh, it's <laughs> red hot, so hot, said. juicy Ooh, so it's about like a peach baby. the lead oh. uh, is doing something with bio Biotech, naturally. It's basically, Theranos. Naturally. <laughs> <laughs> Biotech. I don't. Hey, like, it, it is yeah. important to
0: have more women in STEM. Don't hate on that. And True. there's
2: um, and she is. And their, I'm allowed to make that Their, joke their my little sister going to Harvard she, next oh. year for this. Oh,
0: not Yale. She got a full fucking ride to Harvard. Are you right, not fucking I'm kidding? Good for her. I'm so proud of her. What is she in? That's Book very exciting. Well, oh. yeah. I cannot She's wait to Book text Smart. her and say, "Go she get needs your ass to booksmart." Is she a
2: Beanie or a Caitlin? She's. Or neither. Mm. Is she a Gigi? I don't know if she she's a Billy either. Lord. Is that Gigi? Is she a yeah?
1: Is she a Molly Parker? Did Molly Gordon? Did What's anybody her name?
0: else tear up a little bit thinking about how proud Carrie would be of Billy for this movie? I oh. didn't, but all three times. It is. Well, we should get into the episode, but I. It really moves me thinking about how Carrie Fisher would have felt sitting in the theater watching her daughter like this. I mean, when the first time Billy like storms into the screen, or it's mm. like I think on top of the boat and like yells, mm. that is Carrie Fisher energy.
1: Yeah, Yeah. when she runs up and just growls, that
0: uh, that's what I'm talking about.
3: It's Carrie Fisher just energy. Just these
1: guttural. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite is when Noah Galvin tells her to dig deeper, and she just goes ha ha ha. It's just like. Uh, what is happening? She's operating on another uh, another plane. She, so
2: was Carrie. Yes. <laughs> so was Carrie. No, yeah. Billy
1: Lord is
0: somehow in her own movie, but mm-hmm. perfectly integrated into the fabric yeah. of this thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. I guess Olivia Wilde's a pretty good director of actors. Yeah, she she did is. What, the acting is very good. What at are we movie. even
1: ta-
2: across the board? Wait
0: up! Wait just a goddamn minute. What
1: what are the, you,
2: what we the, haven't the even fully what introduced the hell are we talking ourselves about? in the program. What well,
0: right. movie is
1: this?
2: I had to go off on what if and the were, were you a done? Are you Oh, I was going like to that just that it she needs um money for the for <laughs> show fucking in for her program, her biotech thing and Renee shows up at her her husband was a giant's Player that is now a bartender because he's passed his prime. <laughs> and Renee is there and she. Did like, he spend all his money. Somehow Renee knows who he is and she wants to get back at him for something. So she offers to give them $80 million if you give me one night with your husband. She's <laughs> it's like, Blake Jenner. Like, Here, catch. <laughs> Blake Jenner. Blake Jenner. Oh, but then, and the redhead, the awfully terrible actress reddit this is that's mean for me to continue harping on it but it's true um, does it work within the fabric of not the show? at all she's just not everyone else is overacting the shit out of it and she's just like what do I know her from are, you, are we gonna have sex maybe <laughs> maybe no but honestly Jane, no. Jane. Maybe, maybe,
0: maybe she is the level ground for everyone else yeah. to bounce off of oh
1: know? she was an evil dad
2: don't breathe in suburgatory she,
0: I have to talk about something uh, wait I have to too. say one more thing about what
2: if <laughs> okay yeah she has um, not a, not a biological brother, but a, like a fam. her maid raised her. Okay. And, no, no, duh. And, but ah, like, duh. but like actually she was adopted by them that when like, her parents died or something. Really, she raised me more uh-huh. than my biological And woman. he's gay and he has a hot boyfriend and Ooh. there is a lot of gay sex in it. And <gasps> they take, they get into it with a go-go dancer and Ooh. they take him home there's a whole like is, lo- there's a whole like love triangle with is he going to leave his boyfriend for the go-go dance What? Here.
1: This is just a side
2: plot. Uh-huh. This is the gayest program. And Netflix knows me so well that the icon when I go on Netflix.com is the three faggots.
3: <gasps> I, think <that's, laughs> I think
2: that's generous <laughs> storytelling. It really is. It's shocking. I will you have, know what? That's got me to tune we, in.
0: We have talked about on this show before what is the actual utility of a program, just like a piece of work where the creator loves its characters and has affection for its characters. Mm-hmm. Does that matter? Is that an automatically a marker of a good uh, movie or just does it? does it make you a better director? but is that just a misnomer blah 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 blah. blah. This is a great example it sounds like of a show that really appreciates its characters to have like like exactly but have like a C plot mm-hmm. about a threesome with a go-go dancer. Like uh, that spend, yep. that's spending far more time than we any almost other
2: never see like the redhead and her brother interact. And she's the protagonist. And we're just there they just like had dinner in the pilot and then now we're just following them in their lives too. Amazing. And then there's another plot about J- Blake Jenner's best friends Wife has been in has an affair with her chief of staff. This sounds like she's a, a Thomas surgeon. Pynchon novel. It's basically well, it's a Shonda Rhimes show. It's a bad. <laughs> yeah, it seems it is Shonda. a bad Shauna Rhimes show. Well, I just who did,
1: created
0: this it's the guy thing?
2: that created Revenge. Remember that. I don't know. Just light. I'm going to quickly
0: invoke a session of the lit crit corner mm-hmm. to say that I recently finished Thomas Pynchon's Vineland, which mm-hmm. took me a month to read, not because it was that complicated, but because it's so dense that if I, I wouldn't sit down to read it unless I had like an hour. And it is a great book. Um, And one of the things I love so much about it is you start with one character and then you're like 50 pages later and you are like ass deep in the background of a sub character in the first scene. And then we just follow them like as they go through like samurai training for 100 pages. And then we're with some guy who's like half dead. Like it just pinball, like Hmm. your point of view pinballs throughout the whole thing. Like dazed and 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 confused. It's like dazed and confused, but it's like. It's more like, it's like if Dazed and Confused just became like Ben Affleck's movie for 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just and Ben then, Affleck paddling. And Adeline. then we went to Parker. It's like Kill Bill. It's like Kill, it's yeah. like Kill Bill, but it also sounds like what if. Mm. Okay, liquid. I was lit, gonna, gonna
2: go, I was gonna uh, say ass deep like Caitlyn Deaver in Booksmart.
0: Hell fucking yeah. That when, is representation. When, that is representation. When
2: Beanie Feldstein tells her in
1: the car, you went straight for that butthole. <laughs> I'm
0: like, Brandon is going to say this is his favorite movie of the year.
1: Uh, and he did. Butthole. Brandon, it, what, what in God's green earth are we talking about this week? Hello, welcome to Movies IMO. This Quick is- question. Sorry, what?
0: Sorry. To, Jesus. I'm sorry. No, I'm serious. To quote Mary Tyler Moore in Floating with Disaster, Uh, yes, we're going to talk about this. I saw a trailer for a film called Crawl before Booksmart. Oh, did you
1: guys see this trailer? We have been talking about this
0: it's in the Paramount group chat. Film. I... Oh, okay. No, no, no. Well, I'm <laughs> no, just going to say, i so fucking excited for Crawl. It's Alejandre Aja. Which it's I, Don't I, we, saw Don't, Brennan, we saw Don't Breathe. we saw Don't Breathe saw Don't terrible. It looks fucking, can we, can we include yeah, this part? Sure. No, it looks
2: literally As long great. as it's all positive, we can it is, include it looks, words about this, my employer. It
0: looks like an exploitation monster movie with an environmental message, obviously. Mm-hmm. It seems like so on the nose, yeah. and it's like, here's a, here's an unexpected side effect of climate change, alligators are going to eat you in your house. Like it is so like the, the premise of it. Like mm. she comes home to rescue her dad. The hurricane is just, and of course it's in Florida. Um, uh, fellow film fact, Nathan Bland said, said this is a movie about what happens when Florida fails people, oh. which I think is astute, wow. but like she like goes True. home to like get her dad out of the house and he's stuck in the basement and the water is rising. Yep. And there's a fucking alligator down there. But then, oh, looks but intense. then the flooding takes over the entire house And so it's like a quest for dry land. I just think that's brilliant. Like the literal literal escalation of Mm -hmm. the terror as the water rises through the house. I think it looks fantastic.
1: Yeah. Wait, did he not direct? Oh, sorry. We're getting people confused. We're getting our horror directors confused. Fetty Alvarez did Don't Breathe. (laughs) And, uh, and the Evil Dead remake. Alexandria Aha is the Hills Have Eyes. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's I'm right. confusing right. our horror directors. Sorry. So I just need to get um, on the record. No, but Crawl Alexandre Aja looks, looks good. That bathroom shower scene. <sighs> go
2: see Crawl. Go see Rocket Man. It's support my paycheck and my <laughs> lifestyle. Okay, Rocket Man. Let me pop off for a minute. Hey,
1: Reggie. Um. Reggie. Hey,
2: Reggie. Let's see what he has to say. I
1: literally did not know. Even after watching the trailer, I thought, like,
2: oh, there'll be some,
1: like, ma- like magical moments yeah. of, like, floating. No. That's... This movie is a musical. Yeah. Literally a musical. The magic, I had no idea.
0: The music, the memories, the magic. Literally. The Bohemian Rhapsody version of this is that Rami Malek as Elton John is literally holding, like, an army man in the palm of his hand. Who's like spinning around or something because he's in a car crash or whatever? Tidy dancer
2: in my in my hand. I'm Uh, saying like it would uh, be so uh, literalized. There is no like. This is how they got the idea. You do watch them writing, but it is just like it just springs from their mind, which is how writing like actually it's, happens. A
1: it's, it's not. Your song
0: was brought to life, shot through the forest. The your song
2: it's... sequence is amazing. The which one? Your song when he oh. sings your song. And you can tell time. everybody that. Mm-hmm.
1: It's um, yeah. It's not Rami Malek looking into a field and being like,
2: Ah, yes. And his <laughs> teeth typing on a typewriter like
1: this is he never strip
2: clubs, like
3: <laughs>
2: he never starts a line and then looks up and then nods to himself and then continues He's, which does happen so Taron Edgerton has. as Elton John
1: he says it's always in my brain I just have to my my fingers can't move as fast as my mm-hmm. brain blah, blah blah anyway it's a great movie it's a musical um, what do I want to
2: say about it it's fantastical.
1: Taryn Edgerton is amazing oh. in this movie. Okay, so yeah, I wanna get to that. I wanna I I don't wanna compare this to Bohemian Rhapsody, but we're sort of They're forced- They're literally directed by the same person. They're literally yeah. directed by the same person, so you're sort of forced to mm-hmm. compare the two. It's really just it's it's gonna be heartbreaking come awards time when, you know, knock on wood, it doesn't get it, forgotten. Gayer, but like
0: the gayer movie doesn't the bland. the
1: better, gayer, bigger Richer, darker, Richer, more complicated, d- more layered. The, the movie with the better performance, basically doing... Not with a lot s- of heart. with a ha- Actual heart. Actually endorsed by the person the, the movie's about. Okay. Executive producer Elton John. Mm-hmm. It's just going to be really a- upsetting when
2: Rocketman doesn't get what Bohemian Rhapsody I will. Got. It's going to clean d up at it? the globe. It will who clean play, up at the Globes. Who plays Kiki D? Um, they only show... In one scene, recording, don't go breaking my heart. That's the only time she's in it, but I forget. But she's in it. I am this. And Richard Madden walks in and into in the middle of recording, and oh. she she leaves the room. And she's like, mur, 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 like, mm. and the, <laughs> and the
1: guy's like, should we go for a pint? And 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 Richard Madden
2: too. is like, kicks the door <laughs> down into the other room. <laughs> so you think of kicking doors John is like. You better get a bite. Speaking I'm of kick- about to get fucked. Oh no. He's, <laughs> he's going, going to, to do fuck. the he's fucking.
0: The top. Speaking of kicking down doors, Stunning. have we seen the new trailer for Where would You Go Bernadette? Yes. How
2: fucking good does that look? It looks long? really good.
1: They 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 did a full remarket.
0: The first yeah. trailer yeah. Pivot. looked bad.
2: I didn't think it looked bad, but I did. I was, it's I was bad. just like, it looks. Uh, it, it was kind of just like, okay. It looked like sub tier uh, link letter. Well, yeah. It looked like,
0: like link letter was doing a paycheck. Now it, and looks now it very feels good. like link letter and Cape Blanchett are doing a mind meld of yeah. what it feels like to be a middle aged creative. I'm excited. It, um, I'm
1: very excited. It's a marketable movie now. Yeah, and I before, think before they had no idea
3: what they well, were. Well, there's a reason why they put
0: so much Kristen Wiig in this trailer. When I saw it it's last night, downsizing. there was
2: a cup of a straight <laughs> couple walking in as. Movie as that trailer was playing, and the the guy like nudged his girlfriend and was like, you, "Have you seen this movie?" Like he like he was very I, excited I about quite it. Quite frankly, cannot wait. Yeah, we're good. doing it on that. We pod. will do We will do an episode of where you go. An That.
0: and perhaps the theme will be movies whose titles and in question marks. Huh? Oh, fun! Can't wait to do. I really think we should just get as loopy as possible <laughs> with our themes. No more like academically minded, <laughs> mm-hmm. like straight line between the film and. Or actually, or should, director. We us do movies with
2: commas in the oh, title. Oh. <laughs> movies that Julianne Moore has dropped out of. We'll, <laughs> oh, we'll do Can, can You Never Forgive, forgive me? me Again? Okay, oh, this has so been trailers
1: <laughs> IMO. This has been Rocket Man IMO. Now it's time for movies IMO. We
3: haven't even wow. discussed
1: The film, the picture. Okay, we are three film fags. We talk about movies, obviously. I am sweating. I'm it's sweating. hot in here. Speaking of sweating. My, it's not even hot speaking out today. Of, speaking
0: of sweating. I just saw Eve's Bayou for the first time mm-hmm. at the new Beverly. I will not spend 10 minutes on this, but check that movie out. I, like I don't know where it. it's available. Fucking incredible. It was not I what like I was expecting. I was expecting it. something a little more prestigey. This movie is sweaty. It is splashy. Mm. There is so much drama, and yet it is so fucking tender mm. at its core.
2: And the and performances I missed it so great. We were pushing some deals closed from Asia sometimes, on that night, so we were working late. Sometimes you, know, you gotta sign the dotted line, you, you know. know what I'm saying? Sometimes capitalism comes yeah. to capitalism. play. And not that I have Love to do story. anything, but I still have to be there. absolute mole. You know? Yeah. I'm just my... I. I support. I am both administrative support and emotional support for my boss. Oh yeah.
1: <laughs> if you leave, he crumbles. Uh-huh. You
0: are both mother and son.
1: Let's yeah. introduce yourselves.
0: I'm Brandon <laughs> Kirby. Shall I play mother?
2: I'm Ben MP.
0: I'm Daniel Crook. When you like lean in
1: your boss's door, you're like, shall I be mother? Oh, <laughs>
2: Jesus. Me.
0: Okay.
1: Today. Hello. Hi. Okay. You've it's from the, it's yes. from the 40 island. 40 minutes lady. in. You've been listening for 27 minutes. Oh Welcome. Oh my God. Oh my God. We are here to talk about Kate, book smart. Kate, Kate Blanchett and where do you go? Party Olivia
0: Why Oh White. my
2: God. <laughs> Olivia. <laughs> this, hold on, sorry. This is my Oh my friend. God. God. This, this is
0: Kate Blanchett doing an American accent. Oh my God. <laughs> Hodge. Oh my God. Yeah, bring it.
1: Ben has brought the rosé. Can you believe that
2: I'm, I've had the least amount of wine out of the three of us so far? My back is sweated through already. Oh my God. Mm. Awesome. Thank you.
1: Why does her house turn into mud? Oh my, God. oh my God. All right, this is not Where'd You Go, Bernadette Peters. I am oh, out. Cool. Wow. Bernadette Can Peters. Can I finish the bottle? Bernadette Bern- Peters.
0: Where did you go, Bernadette Peters?
1: Where did she go? Uh, she's around. Okay. Mama Rose. Olivia Wilde's directorial debut... Booksmart, written by Susanna Fogel, Emily Emily Halpern, Sarah Haskins, and Katie Silverman, starring Caitlin What What is Emily Halpern I'm, written? That's a name I recognize. Isn't she a writer
0: for Politico or something? No, that's Mark Halpern.
1: She's um she's done TV. Okay, that's the only name I recognize. I'll say
0: this off the bat. Ba- I'll say this off the bat with. Only a wife. few minor exceptions, this does not mm-hmm. feel like a movie that, if you look at the list of writers, was clearly workshops to death. Yeah, yeah, yeah it does was, not feel like that. It doesn't but feel a, like a couple moments, I think we could have was too much nipping and tucking. Mm-hmm. Just a couple small moments. Yeah, I was
2: surprised there are f- like four names, and
0: you expect that shit on like the new rock movie, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, or actually, those movies I feel are fairly singularly driven auteur cinema, but. Most studio comedies these day, actually, I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't know what the example I, I want to pull is, but it does not feel like, like Cowboys and what, like, Aliens.
1: Like, there you fucking go. like Cowboys
0: Yeah, it aliens. doesn't, it, it feels From like. From the director of The Lion King comes Cowboys oh, and Aliens.
2: Starring Olivia Wilde. Is
0: she in The Lion King?
2: No. In, in uh, Cowboys, Cowboys and, and aliens.
0: aliens. I ain't never seen it myself,
2: partner. That's where she learned, oh, you should have seven writers. It's where she, like. <laughs> so she was like, I'm going to do that again.
0: She's like, it, it worked the last
3: time. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it, it does feel like more of a singular I vision. like Olivia Wilde quite a bit. Me too. Same. Have As you in... guys seen Meadowland, Reed Morano's directorial debut? No, but they say no. it's very oh, good. good. Have you seen she's, Drinking she's Buddies? She's in it. I have seen Drinking Buddies. I like that she's too. very good. I like Joe Swanberg. I haven't seen that many. Neither, I guess, I mean, I'm it's like, impossible.
0: There's I know. 50 of them. I,
2: I feel like neutral towards him, but I do like, uh, is it Happy Christmas? Is that what it's that called? That yeah. good. I really liked Happy Christmas. Mm. I
0: liked Digging for Fire a few years ago. Oh, I, never, I missed that one. I didn't love it, but it was interesting to see how he was working with a massive ensemble, mm-hmm. sort of not that he wasn't doing that already, but going into Easy, like it, it sort of made sense that that was I the didn't direction. I've not watched any of Easy either. I've I seen the first season it. of Easy. Easy People is like magnificent. Mm-hmm. People like that. Love Easy. That that is a show that
1: loves its characters. How many? Se- three seasons. On the third season, which is a
0: miracle. Mm.
1: I think it's his final, right? It must be. Yeah. One day. Shall we I continue? Will watch it. <laughs> Let's <laughs> on talk on our about our topic. It. Let's talk about the motion picture week. <laughs> oh my God! Book smart starring Caitlyn Deaver. Billy, Billy Feldstein, Lord. Billy Lord. Billy Lord, Noah Galvin, Noah Galvin, Molly Gordon, other and people, others who are not Will Forte uh, li- names f- to f- me. Fourth Lisa build, Kudrow. fourth
0: build, Lisa Kudrow uh, with Will Forte, Will Forte with and Jason Sudeikis. Sudeikis. Uh,
2: Lisa Kudrow gave me the hardest laugh in this movie. The the, which, the, which, the Korean which, facial line. Yes, yeah. the, I don't need to know all the words <laughs> or whatever that line is. So
0: good.
1: So good. <laughs> when Beanie Feldstein smacks Linlin out
2: of Will Forte's mm. hand. That's, so I that, think that's still my biggest that's laugh. That's comedy. comedy. My then, original log was just going to be that with a bunch of dots. Comedy.
0: <laughs> this is my favorite. It's not a studio comedy as a thing, but I know.
2: right. It feels it, right. I mean, it, it is modeled. I'll that say that, way. no.
0: It is. It is my favorite comedy I have seen in a multiplex since Popstar. Never stop. Never stopping. Oh, I never saw that either. I've certainly not laughed. I have I not. People love that. I, good have good not movie. I have not laughed that hard in a comedy at a multiplex since Popstar, because it's like I. I haven't seen Serenity. Well, (laughs) Serenity is not a comedy. Bite your tongue. I don't go to a lot of studio comedies anymore, so I guess I'm talking out of my ass a little bit, but if the trailers are any indication, they're so, like, obviously, like, physical comedy works because there's, like, a a dumb child in all of us who's like, (laughs) he farted. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, oh, he ran into a wall. Me. Like, I'm unfortunately always gonna laugh when somebody rides a bike into a wall. Mm. It's funny. That's Mm. comedy. That's hilarious. Cinema. It's human. Buster Keaton. Ultimately, it's human. <laughs> it this this movie has some great human. physical comedy in it, but it's also so like verbally dexterous. And yeah. It's, the references are great, but it's not the type of Apatow reference-driven comedy. Yeah. Where, or, or, even though like and Will Ferrell and Adam McKay are producers on this, it doesn't feel like an Anchorman movie where they're like, mm, uh, 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 Colin Powell. You know what I mean? Like it, it feels like an actual... <laughs> the, 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 re, the references yeah. don't feel... They, they're not going to... They're not going to age the movie. They're going to make it feel like a time capsule. Yeah. Um, the Elizabeth Warren 2020 bumper sticker. Mm. I have that in common with the girls. Wow. Same. So do you, Brandon.
1: Same. Um, yeah. It. Uh, the the almost lack of physical comedy in this was actually surprising because like usually like super bad, it's Jonah Hill getting hit by a car like four times. Right. Um but that's not happening here, which I, which was, like, a breath of fresh air. Yeah. And it's mostly Billy not, Lord doing it. Like, yeah. ju- Billy Lord jumping off a boat. Like, that's your biggest mm-hmm. the gag. Fun, well here's,
2: I would... And riding in... In the car, I'm yeah. doing beyond. Yeah, so funny, doing and 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 fall, like the, like the car going through the formation. fence yeah. Yeah. during graduation. I, like these are the
1: biggest moments, ar- and they're not even that yeah. I would out argue of out of face. reality. That is fucking hilarious the is when good. they're
0: trying to hold up Mike O'Brien when she does with the, the face hair mask, the
1: um, Bane voice. <laughs> we asked the question, man. <laughs> and he's like, "Shut the fuck up." <laughs> uh-huh. I would
0: argue the greatest moment of physical comedy in this movie isn't kinetic. It is the scene where Billy Lord does the golden starfish into the pool. Mm. That's oh my funny, god. But then what's funnier is when she's having that moment with the guy and he's like, I should go out there and make sure that she's not actually doing a dead man's float. Mm-hmm. It's been like three minutes of dialogue and she's just <laughs> she's like swamped, <stiff>. <laughs> floating in the water face down. Uh, that my, shot is the funniest part, funniest piece
1: of physical comedy in the whole uh, movie. My audience, when she did the belly flop,
2: gasp throughout the whole yeah. thing I'm like oh god yeah. the sound effect is really like a harsh the slap. smack she's
0: so billy lord is so fucking committed in this movie mm-hmm. she's so billy good. lord is insane she's so when good. she
1: draws them into the room and tells With them that she's on drugs mm-hmm. and she's like come on come on come on come on come on it's just like <laughs> every single thing she's doing in this movie is Genius. astounding mm-hmm.
0: and it, it like no disrespect to christopher immense plus But she is sort of the McLovin of the movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. And I find McLovin to be grating, even though I do think it's... Like, I think McLovin is a great comic comic creation. I think he's amazing. I think a lot of the verbal gags, of like the fake ID are really... they, they, They work, for lack of a better word. But, um... I don't ever believe that McLovin is actually a person.
2: Sure, mm-hmm.
0: and with uh, Gigi, like there's a little bit of hurt to that character. There's like sort of as as Olivia Wilde so astutely said at one and a half times speed mm. uh, earlier. <laughs> th- these characters—it's a performance. It's a performance. It's a defense right. mechanism.
1: And same with um, Jared, Skyler. Gasando is the actor's name. Mm. He's doing, I mean, he's Gigi's counterpart. Right. He's doing a similarly performative, buying yeah. people's affection. I was prepared type to thing. not
0: like that aspect of the movie, but he won me over by the end because yeah. he, he's just not as funny as the rest as, of the cast, in my opinion. In, the, in like the first thirty minutes, I was like, God damn it! How much time are we going to spend with him? I love how tangential this movie is. How much of like an adventure of like A to B to C to D. Like mm-hmm. it, it's a it's a very uh, sequence driven film. But I was like, don't give us too many sequences where he's a big part of it because I just find it it's funny but it's just it is not he's
2: funny. a grading personality yes but, but he's then supposed it, but, to and, and that's but the joke then, yeah,
0: even
1: that can be a little tiresome yeah. but then the reality sinks in of who he is and, like when and he, it becomes deeply pops
2: easy. off about new and original musicals yes that's very me <laughs> that's a moment that's um a moment. can i say what every, i think is my favorite thing about yes this of course of please course. Uh, well, the the, the, the first go-tops. act in general is my favorite thing about mm-hmm. this movie. Oh, really? Uh huh. Interesting. The movie like slowly loses me throughout it, but really. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> then takes a big. of Brandon's along. just like, huh? huh. Interesting. <laughs> Golf. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean that in a negative way. You liked the movie. Maybe I do. <laughs> I do. Yeah. But um, that the the popular kids and the the nerds. That they are actually aware of each other in this movie, yeah. And in some, in a lot of cases, they actually really like each other, but because of their performances of life, they have not been able to appreciate each other. It's like the scene with Liv Tyler's daughter in the bathroom
0: with Caitlin Deaver. Yes, get it on.
2: That's who that is. I was told. Okay. Oh, uh, libti- Oh, she does look like a. Um, like, well, it's 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 the gender Gigi, neutral. And Gigi is like, oh my god, I love you guys. <laughs> and it's like she probably did, but they could never hang out in public. Before. Well, and now that and now and it's, and there's no pressure. And now it's over. Not, it-
0: I because so here's the thing. That's I, what I love about this movie. In mm-hmm. my high school experience, I looking back on it, the best friends that I made in high school are friendships that were really cultivated during like summers and Christmases home. Uh-huh. Like these are people that I was aware of when I was in high school. We you know we went to some of the same parties. Like we were not on bad terms with one another. Uh-huh. But one of my best friends who just graduated from Harvard. Um, from the graduate school, a lot there. of Harvard I people I know, in well, your life. Well, wow, we got what a, Harvard dropping it, here. It's the book smart episode, mm-hmm. um, and I want to talk about. You're country. not allowed to talk about what <laughs> college people go to. Oh, sorry. She just graduated from a prestigious uh, institution. <laughs> so, yeah, say she, she Say the city. She and I, my junior year, we were in AP European History together and did a project together. And years later, we became very. We like didn't really know each other, and we became close. And now she's one of my best friends from high school, and just one of my nearest, dearest friends in general. Um, but I was like, "Do you remember when we collaborated on that fake newspaper about King Henry VIII called the Tudor Times?" And she literally looked at me and went, "That was you." Like, that's funny. But there's something about once you escape that environment, mm-hmm. like you're mm-hmm. actually able to drop the performance and see yeah. each other as people.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's that's what this whole movie's about, which yeah. I love. Yeah, is is the performative aspect of high school fitting into your tribe? Yeah, and you know, um,
2: and that maybe the tribe isn't the right tribe necessarily. Right, because Molly right. and Amy thought like. We're the academia, we are, and then they go to one party and they're like,
1: oh, we could have been doing this the whole time. Mm
0: -hmm. Which I don't, I I mean, that's a tricky thing in this movie. Like, Mm -hmm. what is the movie's attitude towards putting in the work? Mm -hmm. Is it a waste of time? Is it, like... Well, no, I think we don't... don't, It's it's
2: work smarter, not harder. I think that's what this movie's... They never, we never like learn that anyone else didn't work hard it's just they also partied they were able the to do both
0: right. well i will i will say this is where should we say what it this is, movie is about yes say what the movie is about and then i want to talk about class and book smart
1: yeah um which
0: i don't think you're gonna i'm not gonna go in the direction i think you think i'm gonna go in oh I, good because yeah. a
1: lot of people think it doesn't address class very well which is wrong correct because if you want to mu- see where beanie's character it, lives it's like
0: i'm sorry like People that I really like and respect don't like this movie, which is fine. We can all have different opinions on art. That doesn't mean that someone's right, someone's wrong. Like, here, okay, how much should I say, what the, back? say what the movie's about? Say what the movie's about, because I might launch into a ten-minute
1: piece about what art is and <laughs> can, can 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 art objectively be good or bad? Anyway, go ahead. Oh God. Um, uh, this movie is about two best friends in high school. It's the last day, literally the last day of high school. Um, Amy and Molly, they are bookworms. They were they. They're
3: book smart. You might, They're, you
1: might call them book smart. They are the titular role, book smart. Um, Beanie Feldstein. They the find right. out the the right. that their classmates who've been fucking around all year also got into the same good colleges that they're they got into, and they decide got a party. We're going to the last day of school party at Nick's house, mm-hmm. Nick's aunt's, a- aunt's house, Nick's aunt's house, because
0: her aunt is shitting in a bucket on a cruise <laughs> ship that's stuck in the middle of the South Pacific. Yes,
1: um, and it's uh, them going to that party.
0: Trying to—it's an odyssey, a quest. It's to, a quest. Yeah, they got to find the party. I, I love party. my
1: genre is teenagers trying to get to a party. Last mm-hmm. Literally, all three movies we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yes, it Great. really is. Okay, what are you gonna say? I
0: will. I will spare the listeners and the two of you in my monologue about whether art can objectively be called a good or bad because art is the only. I just said, I'll save it. We're skipping it.
1: As, but, Aaron, as fil- fellow film fag, film fag Aaron Appleby said in his famous video, all movies are good. <laughs>
2: that's true. Even
1: Peter Farrelly's. <laughs> Peter Farelli's an American auteur of spaghetti and meatballs. Okay. Oh,
0: that's amore. Okay, so here's the thing about class and Booksmart. I have like two points I want to make. The first is, when, she, when there's that scene with Beanie Feldstein in the bathroom and she's like, I worked my ass off and I'm going to New Haven. Great scene. And, and, and look forward to your sad, pathetic lives. I hope that the you're up The whole world good. crumbling around her. And then mm-hmm. everybody says like, oh, well, uh, I got a 1560 in my SAT. I'm also going to Yale. The subtext of that scene, given where Be- uh, Beanie Feldstein lives, like she lives in mm-hmm. an apartment building, mm-hmm. um, the way that everyone else at this high school is dressed, it is clearly like a very privileged high school, like a lot of rich kids. And... Caitlin
2: Deaver lives in a very nice house. Yeah.
0: She's like comfortably upper middle class. Mm -hmm. Yep. Which is why she can take a gap year to Mm -hmm. go work in Africa. Exactly. Um, I don't think the movie like judges her for that, but Mm -hmm. it is part of the the social fabric of the movie. The movie operates in a sphere of privilege and is aware of that. And Mm -hmm. you know that they're aware from the very beginning because of the detail of where Beanie Feldstein lives. They're not saying she's poor. Her character's Mm -hmm. privileged too, but a distinction is drawn very early on between her and the rest of the school, Mm -hmm. right? Like her classmates. So when when that girl says I got a fifteen sixty on the SAT, I feel very confident that the subtext is, because my parents paid for a tutor, so okay. I could get a high score on the SATs. And when mm-hmm. we're talking about these barriers to entry for higher education for folks of various class strata, that's one of the like that's one of the things how rich kids get into great schools is because their parents pay for uh, tutors, okay. like private tutors who not only like help you know help kids study and like so they'll do better on the test, but tell them exactly how the test works. Yes. They teach them the test. how the test works, and it's not just colleges. The same thing is true about high schools in cities like New York, right, or just Boston. I was chatting with someone a few months ago who's a public school teacher in Boston, and we were talking about tests and, you know, that that barrier to entry. Um, so I think that it's present throughout, and I could yeah. I could give more examples, but I, I'm already talking too long, and I want to say the second point is the reason why people are concerned with this is not it's it's not that people aren't concerned about i'm i'm not, not going to say why people are upset about why they don't think the film addresses that 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 in, the, the the inequality of access when it comes to uh, higher education and getting to a great school a great university or like an ivy or whatever so called great if this movie was in production now there would be jokes about Lori Laffonen and Felicity Hoffman. Mm-hmm. It is impossible for this movie to have jokes about Lori Laffonen and Felicity Hoffman because it was shot before that news broke mm-hmm. and it was finished. It was
3: It, it was at, it was at south, south by
0: southwest. And so it's like to say that the movie has no... That, that it's not conscientious of these class differences mm-hmm. is just patently absurd to me because it is woven into the film from the very beginning. Yeah. There's just not a monologue. There would be a monologue in the 2020 version of this movie mm-hmm. where B- Beanie Feldstein goes off about how all these rich kids... like It's not just that they partied and were able to go to these big schools and didn't try. It's that they didn't try because of, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So I just find it disingenuous and annoying. And, and I, I understand, like like I said you don't have to like the things that I like. Like, you don't have to agree with people about everything. But the bad faith arguments towards this movie's attitudes around class and access to higher education are absurd to me. Mm-hmm. They're absurd. Yeah, because it's it's,
1: it's it's in, for me, and for you, obviously, it's in the text. Yeah. I see it. I, I don't feel a negligence of not addressing it.
0: I don't mean to say it's absurd. You feel how you feel, and you can build a case, and that, that case has value because you feel it. But, like... I just think the movie does address these things. Mm-hmm. It just does it in a subtle way, which is funny enough—the type of exposition that we like in stories. Like we don't want—we don't want yeah. things to be yeah. nailed down to us, spoken
1: directly to camera. Like this is what this is the way it is. Like, I mean, this that's... movie very
0: smartly builds an atmosphere.
1: It, mm-hmm. it does, and now the an environment. That, rather, now that I've seen the movie thrice, I've kn- every on every rewatch, you notice more details. They, they and... drive a
0: beat up Volvo.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's there's so many nuances and details throughout this entire thing. Like one randomly is like when they walk and she
2: gives Beanie Feldstein her car and Beanie Feldstein probably wouldn't be able to get a car. Exactly. Her giving her a car. Right.
1: Like what car does she use to get her from jail to graduation? Jared's. Mm -hmm. Exactly.
0: No. And and because there is that immediate contrast of cars like it. I'm not going to say it's a sure. It's a motif. I mean, I think there's motifs of class throughout this film, but that is a direct comparison.
2: These are the two, really, the only two cars. And all the teachers have Uber. Uh, Love that detail. I mean, Jessica Williams is not doing Uber, but she is available to give them a ride. And Mm -hmm. she's also
0: available to go to a high school party on a Friday Mm -hmm. night because, Mm -hmm. you know, she's... Well, that's a separate issue. But Mm -hmm. the Jason Sudeikis example is great. Uh, I just... I think this movie is, is... it's such a cliche, it's so trite, but it's a movie yeah. of the moment, but that extends to its attitudes around education, both mm-hmm. higher and high school. Mm-hmm. What
1: do you guys think about the fact that we never see um
0: Beanie's
2: parents? parents. Beanie's
1: parents. I think that's a obvious I it's a
2: clear it's creative. Because choice. we see Noah Galvin's parents, yeah. like I think it is significant, but I don't know what it means. Right. Yeah. Same. But
1: I think like it's, it's very it's obviously a, very a choice.
2: Conscious, yes. Yeah.
1: Because that whole sequence where she leaves the party, goes home, next morning wakes up, uh-huh. and then borrows Jared's car to pick Amy mm-hmm. up from jail. No parents.
2: No yeah. parents. And we never see parents at the graduation either.
1: And I think it's a very conscious choice, and I just, I don't know, I think it's rich, layered, deep, dark, and interesting. Same. I,
0: I mean, in, in, in back to bad faith arguments, one that might hold a little more water is just how flippantly the movie plays jail. But... I do well, but I do think it, we, you guys we, have we a point, discussed about, has a point about this. I just
2: this. this is literally my one note on the entire This movie. is it's it sticks it bothers me. Mm. That white girl is not getting held overnight no. in a jail yes. no. for this offense. I agree with that. That, and it exactly. really bothers me it's, that it, it, it's like a plot device.
0: It's it, exactly. It is in service of the plot, <laughs> which yeah. doesn't fully work. And it does. It bothers
2: that's
1: me. That's literally my one thing. Because I had the same thought. I was like, she's. N- she would just be let go. Like yeah, I, they, she's, they'd,
2: she's they'd not... find her and they'd call her parents and she'd have to pay a fine. Exactly.
0: And, and yeah, sure. There, there might like there might be and maybe there's a deleted scene or something. She becomes like a hero at the high school because of how she stands up to the police and yeah. talks about mm-hmm. and 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 discusses uh, in a brilliant monologue uh, just how there are more prisons in America yeah. than, than mm-hmm. schools and how it, it costs seventy one thousand dollars annually for an inmate to be you know and, and, and yeah. which are all smart points right. For all we know, like she refused to comply, like she was a yeah. hero, but we don't see that, and so right. all all we see. Or the semiotics of the situation, Mm -hmm. I guess, for lack of a better word. Yeah. Which is that a white girl goes to prison and is kept overnight for a slap on the
2: wrist Mm -hmm. Mm offense.
0: And so that just doesn't fully work for me. And and that, like, it ends... As a
2: white person who has been placed under arrest several times, I've never seen the inside of a jail. And I'm a boy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yes. She's a white girl. It Um, it ends
0: up being more about paying off the Mike O'Brien scene... Which, you know that he's exactly. the golly strangler. It's, it's very I, which much which I a plot think, device,
2: is, and I think which that, is
0: fine. I think it's funny that it's, he ends up like being a strangler, mm-hmm. but I also don't think that. I think that scene can just be on its own with Michael Bryan because that scene doesn't fully work for me either. I like the mansplaininess yeah. of it. I don't love. Oh sure. You, you're, you're telling <laughs> that... two, you're telling two girls who like are you know uh very conscious uh, of the world around them yeah. are super feminist. That they need to be careful not to be assaulted. I just, I, I do not I,
1: like that. I, I think. I just, I just think that they would know. Right. You I, know? I think him saying that stuff makes him look like an asshole, and it's supposed to. Yeah. Right. Their, right, their, their reaction. But they're like, oh, to, I never
0: thought about it that way.
1: That's, yeah. that's what sticks with me a little bit mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Like if mm-hmm. I have minor quibbles, that's, that would be that scene, and then the jail.
0: And by the way, this is um. This is the director's first film, yeah. so you are allowed to make mistakes like that. Mm-hmm.
1: Like, also, I, four people wrote this. No, no, that's so a good it's point like, too. Yeah, I, I think I it's think, not a singular. I think
0: there's a matter of Booksmart having such high buzz going into this. Mm-hmm. The idea that Olivia... And, and by the way, this is a this is a flaw in the Rotten Tomatoes system, where a movie gets branded 100 on Rotten Tomatoes, and if you think it's a B plus movie, part of you is going to think, "Oh, I was misled on this," or mm-hmm. the critics didn't actually get it. Where, in fact, a B- minus is certified fresh on Rotten right. Tomatoes. So, What's the meta score? That's a good question. 84. Well, I think that's a good score. That's so I mean, very high. Yeah. But um, where, where am I going with this? Oh, I do think, and this is not just unique to Olivia Wilde, although I think she is also placed under a, an, uh, a, an undue burden of uh, <laughs> being under that, and also under a microscope as an actor, specifically a woman actor, directing your first film, the expectations are enormous and people want to say she failed right you know if it didn't line up exactly with how I would have done this she failed or if there are minor quibbles that you have with the movie she failed I don't like this movie I can't
1: even begin on the the box office for this movie I like uh,
2: that's just what's going on I don't know it's making no money it's it, That's interesting because it was, it's always sold out in LA. That's cuz we live in LA. <laughs> it's it's yeah.
1: LA like you go to the Vista it's or the the vintage Which theater in feel it's sold that out because it. it was sold that's, out at the ArcLight last night. That's the demo and, and the
2: audience applauded at the end. N- I I
1: Middle, of, and middle America ended. is not seeing this movie. It landed 6th. The fucking movie <gasps> about what if Superman was an evil little boy beat it. What? Is
0: that what that movie's
1: about? What if Superman was an evil little boy? What movie? what is it called again like Bright fart, Brightburn Brightburn, Brightburn.
2: I I I've, I keep didn't Brightburn saying that just name get, That
1: movie didn't, Beat Booksmart At the box office Didn't
0: Brightburn Just get gay married On Arthur
2: Oh Right What is that Rat's name God <laughs> damn it Ratburn Ugh. I Want You To know
3: That I'm Happy For you I Wish but the best For you both I know the version of me Is she preferred like me Would she go down on you In a theater Does she speak like eloquently
1: Alright, I wanna okay, I sure I wanna bring up, I'm gonna bring up a few topics of discussion Yeah, for sure Before we move on I mean, I could
3: talk about this movie forever I, I mean,
1: I could too But just everyone go see it Eight times in the theater So well, it makes more talking money Well, let's about the movie um. What? What? That's a lot of red. What are you looking at? Is that bright rockin- burn? am <laughs> <I'm> Looking at <laughs> bright burn. That red um, burns bright, baby. Okay. Um, let's talk about the two fantastic, the really fantastical sequences, and let's mm. talk about the uh, Ladybird Airport ending. Mm. Okay. Mm. So um, those are the scenes Great. I want to go. I'm happy to, to talk about it what too because the... I would love to talk about how audacious
2: What's Olivia the with this debut. Oh yeah. Uh, it's the, the dolls and yeah. then the dance. The, 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 oh, 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 oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, the yeah. dolls at the party.
1: I don't know what to say about the. Well, so that party, Noah Gal. Okay, are we all Noah, Noah Galvin fans? I'd like yeah. to talk about Noah Galvin. He's brilliant. I love him. Here's what I, like. I think he's so funny. I do too. Oh, let me say this. About he Noah was Galvin. right about his no, I piece that got no. I agree. This is well, this. Is what the I, real I, O'Neal's canceled.
0: No, I want okay. to talk about that. I want to like actually discuss this a little bit. Uh, yes, we're gonna talk about this. So, we all, I don't don't remember the controversy that I I know what it is. I want to make sure that all of our listeners know what we're talking Mm -hmm. about because sometimes we move so fast that we don't. Yeah, let's give context. So, Noah Galvin did an interview with Vulture magazine three or four years ago after the first season of The Real O'Neal. So, Noah Noah Galvin was the star of the first sitcom to feature like an out gay actor playing an out gay teenager. It was a show about a gay teenager growing up in a fairly conservative house. Or, or, or like, conservative, not in, like, not in the dogmatic way you think of, like, religious right, but just the everyday conservatism Mm -hmm. that is in a lot of the American, like, white American suburbs. Um, So, Noah Galvin gave an interview to Vulture. And, by the way, that show, he plays, like, sort of a polite kid who's just, like, trying to figure it all out. And in this interview, he's talking about, like... He's talking about his life very frankly. Mm-hmm. And when the idea of Brian Singer is brought up, or maybe he brings this up Brian Singer. is June
2: 2016. We he, are almost
0: exactly three years ago. So he he, he doesn't even launch into it. He makes a comment about how disinterested he is in a lot of the gay culture in, in Los Angeles. In going to those parties. In going to Brian Singer's parties. And he famously said, Brian Singer liked to a little boys, mm-hmm. which is so brave. It is. Um, and it's true. And it's true. And of course, and here's the other thing. Brian Singer's lawyers I'm immediately immediately uh-huh. leapt on this, which yeah. is so thin skinned. I mean, like here's the here's the other thing. It wasn't even Brian
2: Singer's lawyers; it was Fox lawyers. Yeah,
0: well, because they have a serious financial stake in Brian Singer.
2: Weren't they? They couldn't they have X Men about to go into Bohemian Rhapsody at that point.
0: And the Brian Singer allies pulled out the famous, like, "You are dead in this town." Mm-hmm. Yep. I think that because of that interview and then Noah Galvin had to apologize, he also said that Eric Stone Street on Modern Family was basically blackface <laughs> for oh, he for did. gay people. Uh-huh. And I think that he, Eric Stone Street is fine in Modern Family, but why not make? That is a smart point to yeah, make. Yeah, it
1: is. No, if no, that's
0: it, how you feel, say it. Say it.
1: Yeah. No, um, yeah, Noah got, the other the other thing that people attacked him for was he criticized the way that um, I'm blanking on his name. Teen, uh, Teen Wolf, hot guy. Oh, um, oh, Sean Mendez. No, no, no. Um, <laughs> he's act- <laughs> That was a slip. I was slip. Dead serious. Sean <laughs> Mendez uh, Um, you know he's the Ryan. He's the Ryan Murphy love child. Not love child. I know um, who you're talking about. Yeah. And what, what
0: the wait, fuck's no, his and, name? And that is an area he
1: criticized the way he came out. And, and here's right. the thing. No, Calvin. wrong, should, wrong on that point.
0: But he should be allowed to fail, or just like fail publicly, just yes. like everyone else. And because he, he made and a And he apologized, lot of s- and he apologized for that.
1: But he shouldn't apologize about the fucking Brian Singer. No, comment. but he was
0: forced to. Yes. And and so I ABC. I, I completely agree that he overstepped on that point because we, as gay people, we we should support one another coming out. There's what no. What the hell's his name? I don't remember. Channing I
2: mean, Tatum. I'm looking at the article Chad now Bradford? For it. It's
0: just it's it's completely. <laughs> it's like something it's, like it's condescending. It's haughty. It's rude. But he apologized for it. What's his name? It. Cradwick
1: i believe it's <laughs> cradley booper oh this is gonna bother me you ever notice that cradley booper and chadwick boseman have the same initials
0: um what the but anyway here, okay here's what i want to say about help the, me here's what I want to say about the interview. because noah galvin then got branded with this sort of like loudmouth, irresponsible bad for the community label by some not not many but by some by those who are powerful I'm just so Colton Haynes Colton okay. Haynes there we go I'm just so proud of <laughs> him I don't think he would have the energy that he has in this if he was too scared to be himself
1: in that interview and if he had not no. received the
0: backlash that he had he became stronger because of it he yeah. did and he then did. he can sit in the audience and be Shantae you stay honey he's and it's,
2: doing better work Colton, Colton Haynes is coming out pussy bullshit <laughs>
1: Which is rude.
0: <laughs> which
2: is rude. It's rude, rude but it's, it's rude.
1: It's you know. It's, it's funny. Noah yeah. Galvin in this movie. I mean, he. I think he was trying to make a broader point. Every line so specific about yeah. cult names. Every line delivery. When Alan turns to him and says, "Alan, it's great." Who, who is she supposed to be? the orthodont the orthodontist <laughs> when, when he assigns beanie the role of baron orthodont- or and she daunt- says it doesn't say baron as a gay man as a gay uh-huh. man i
0: probably laughed hardest in this movie when they walked into the murder mystery party and alan is on the staircase going
1: my husband is dead <laughs> i need oh. you to take it down to it too <laughs> but that his, that level of theatricality is so funny um, his his uh, noah galvin's growl or yes. hiss or he's like he's doing something that, that, similar to what Billy's doing. I think
0: that that type of the whole, all the humor in this movie is not pitched at us in a sort of um, pandering sort of way. It's you know? performance based. It's, it's, it's performance based, but in a way that I think that like I think that gay people, just queer people, seeing this movie know exactly who Alan is.
2: Yes. You know. Yeah.
1: And we don't have to. She doesn't have to.
0: Oh,
2: he to, can sing. He was in Jeremy Hansen on Broadway. So and, was Noah Galvin. Oh, that's I, what yeah, I am Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, what's Alan? Austin Crute? Noah, no, Galvin I'm can, Galvin. Noah Galvin sings oh. in this movie. Well, Alan movie is played yes. by Austin Croot, okay. if we're naming everyone. Yeah, but Noah Galvin can sing. Remember, I remember yeah. when
0: I got a big crush on Noah Galvin after the Vulture interview? Oh. And then when he oh. got the Dear Evan Hansen role? Uh, I still role? have the crush. When he got the Dear Evan Hansen role, I was on his Twitter, and he had, I don't know if he still does, but he had his Snapchat name in his bio, and so I downloaded Snapchat just to send him a picture of myself saying, like, congratulations. Oh. But I took that picture 30 times mm. to, like, get the light right. Sure. And there was nothing more crushing than seeing that he had opened it and not responded.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Never forget when I, inst- no, Facebook messaged <laughs> Rachel Bloom, <laughs> oh. and it said, scene. Oh, my God. So, um, do you guys know that, okay, two things. Do we never actually find out AAA's name? No, you, she says Annabelle. Isn't that actually it? But I thought it was like I thought it was. <laughs> I didn't. Understand. I thought it was Molly I, being a dick. I did like, not
0: understand that beat. Was that like a joke that she's like a killer doll or? No,
2: I think it's a joke that like that's not her name. No, no oh see, yeah, sure. I but her, thought the I joke am, was what that like by saying it, then she's making this moment a joke, and that's mm. the wrong. So okay. don't do that. Yeah, that's how I interpreted it. That's how I interpreted. Yeah. I that have makes sense. sense. I understand that, but it could be that it's not her name. I want but,
1: actually. But I want
3: to talk she's about
2: that on IMDb.
1: Yes, I would like to talk she's about is she AAA? She's AAA. So okay. So also, I,
0: can we talk? I, can we talk about AAA though? Well,
1: I want to talk about Molly Gordon really, really quick. Okay. Do you know that she's friends with? They're like Noah Galvin and her are like friends. They like make funny videos on YouTube together. Wait. Oh, who, with who? Yeah. Yes, I've seen some triple videos. AAA. AAA. Yeah. yeah, Molly Gordon, who's AAA. Mm-hmm. Yeah, her and um. Noah. Noah Galvin Like do funny 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 video I think you've shown you, I think you vids. have shown Them to me Brandon I
0: just want to anyway, say AAA. I want to say about AAA. Two things Two quick things Ten minutes later Let me just
2: check My mic is on An hour and a half Into this
0: We're only 59 minutes in Great Would it not be on?
2: No I was just I just got nervous All, all of a sudden Oh
0: It's on,
3: uh,
2: Mason, on. Mason Gooding plays on. Nick
0: Okay let me say Nick is hot Okay
1: <laughs> When was someone born In 1996 How old are they? Twenty-three, great. Okay, he is hot.
0: Here is the thing about AAA. <laughs> Two things. First of all, when they first referred to her as AAA, and Caitlin Bieber was like, "Don't call her that," and Beanie Feldstein was like, "What? She gave three guys roadside assistance." I cackled in the <laughs> theater because that is—it's just a clever joke. It's mm-hmm. funny. And then the the the, the payoff that she. No. Never she, calls her that. No, but that's the, it's. It, she never calls her that and, and, and the idea that that can still be hurtful. Mm-hmm. What I really love is that Triple A, because I don't know her name. She's Annabelle, like, maybe. She, she's, she's like, I find that so disrespectful. Like, these guys, like, actually need a roadside assistance. And yeah, also I gave them head.
3: Yes. And it's like,
0: that's because she gave them head because she wanted to. Mm-hmm. You're right. a, like you can right. give head in high school. That does not make you a slut. That scene is great. And, She's
2: a teenager wanting to fuck. And yeah, who didn't? But, who but, didn't want to fuck in high school? But Truly, that,
0: but that the film allows us that perspective in mm-hmm. there. I just find really smart and yeah. kind of radical for a teen comedy because mm-hmm. e- even, um, well, yeah, sure, yeah. The She's final, reclaiming
2: her sexuality. Yeah, the final act
1: reframes every character it reminds jared me. jared gets real
0: it makes me think triple a gets real it makes me think of jennifer jason lee's character and fast times
2: um, i've never seen that oh okay well
0: i won't i won't say anything then i haven't seen it either. it's it's good i have always wanted to it's and I good. just
2: there are some movies that you know it's just like you're so familiar with them yeah that you don't think to put them on
0: well speaking of things that we're so familiar with that we don't want to put them on we should take a second to talk about how phenomenal the two lead actors are in this movie mm. I, I we haven't even really talked about it. I don't even know where to begin. Mm-hmm. Where Beanie Feldstein are in this.
1: Also, a friendship where they are so supportive of each other, just outwardly. That's rare because even like, uh, I don't know, in like Super Bad, they they jab at each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, even in Ladybird, they jab at each other. It's the idea of- This women supporting women is mm-hmm. is just, I, it's so. I, it, it, great. It, it, it,
0: so, I, I do not want to relitigate Parks and Recreation. I'm not interested in having that conversation. Um, but I will say that... That, that show, friendship? No, but that show got a lot of credit because the it was the anti-Seinfeld and that the humor came from people supporting one another, not people tearing each other down. Mm-hmm. And that you can create uproarious laughter, like real, you know, just really smart, complicated humor out of people just liking each other mm-hmm. rather than people tearing each other down. And so... I was thinking about that during this movie. That yeah. first, and scene, I'm not even like a Parks and Rec stan or anything. I'm, but that point, was really I am. That, so am I.
1: I don't dislike it. I'm just. It's Amy Poehler and Rashida Jones.
2: Well, yeah.
0: I, it's every character in that. They and, all love each other. I'm saying it's it's not just the yeah. female friendship. It's the entire cast in Parks mm-hmm. and Rec. And ultimately, that's the direction Booksmart goes in. Like there mm-hmm. are no villains in this movie at the mm-hmm. end of the day. Everybody yeah. ends up supporting each other. Oh, I
2: love it. And there's really no. What I like is that there's no real makeup scene. Yes, they fight and then the next morning she take, gets her out of jail. It's implied. It's just,
0: that's just it's how a lot of friendship works. You yeah. just
2: you fight and then you go to sleep and then it's over. Yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah.
2: It's very real. Mm-hmm. I thought the um, single
0: shot of that fight was really like a very good oh, choice.
2: We have to talk about the party scene and the 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 more and more camera phones going camera on. Camera phones the lights are turning on.
1: I thought I just you want to talk about those fantastical sequences too, but oh god, there's so much to talk about. Let's talk about the party because. It starts in the pool with um, slip slip away, her seeing Ryan and Nick, which goes into her looking for I, their names are so similar I get them mixed up. Um, looking for Molly in the party, mm-hmm. locating Molly, which is a single shot. Yeah, and then piv- the camera pivots between them arguing. Yeah. Camera camera phones progressively going on more and more and more, and then to the point where. It's sort of like this loss in translation moment where like the the argument is no longer for us it's yeah. for them it uh-huh. fades away powerful Well being powerful Well being aware of
0: how that would go down in that room with those camera phones going on all around
3: Mhm
0: I um for some reason it makes me want to talk about another element of this movie but maybe we should stay on the party and talk about the fantastical sequence there the, the, the love affair between Beanie and Nick I mean what's this say
1: it's it's great well I think what Olivia there is, Wilde directs I, the shit out of it I think what
0: there is to say is that Olivia Wilde directs the shit out of it and whether or not you think that these decisions work I think they do also the, the tripping scene Here, I am so fucking over scenes that like there is a requisite drug tripping scene in every single comedy now and none of them work and this one works and it's
1: BoJack's works in movies, oh, that's uh, true. in movies, no oh, Bojack does
0: a whole episode of. I think I think we've talked Bojack about that. Bojack has
1: believe. one drug tripping scene per season. No, and I think we've episode. talked. We, we've, and it's Ep- a whole all, episode. It's the penultimate episode every mm-hmm. single time. Yep,
0: and that show does it really well, uh, but the comedy. In the scene is not just the fact that they're dolls, Mm -hmm. and it's not just that they're tripping. It's that the the, funny enough, like the physical comedy is really smart. Like we have two dolls. How do dolls move? They have long, unbendable legs. So if they're going to climb up the side of a dresser, they're going to use their flat legs to like
1: (laughs) spider crawl their way up. And then it's also a commentary. It becomes a
0: commentary on like uh, idealized feminine beauty, like and how that's peddled through mass media Mm -hmm. and down to like
1: plastic dolls to the point where um, Caitlyn Dever's voice changes.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I, <sighs> I, you know, I love broad city. Just speaking of, uh, drug tripping sequences. I really hate the mushrooms episode of broad city. Oh really? I hate it. And it, it's partly because I feel, and and you can let, lo- like people can love it. I don't like it. And it's mostly because they take the animated route and I don't fi- I find, I find, I find it very like the gag is that it's going to be an animated episode. And most mm-hmm. of the humor begins and ends with that medium. Whereas in this, it's kind of the same thing and that the characters become animate or you know, stop motion dolls. But that's where the bit begins, not begins and ends for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's I think it's explored and it grows, like the bit grows, whereas in that Broad City episode it's fairly static. Which and I know you guys disagree with me on this one, but that's also how I feel about the season premiere for Broad City this last season with the Snapchat story of all of it. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, you didn't like it. I did it? not like it. But oh, I understand I people this. some people thought it was kind of radical storytelling and well executed.
1: And like it extends all the way to when they're back in reality, still walking like dolls. That, it's yeah. great.
0: It's great. Fuck you, George. That's fine stuff. Can't. But I, I appreciate that Olivia Wilde is taking these risks. Yeah. Which, sure, she's emboldened to do because she's rich. She's a mm-hmm. successful actor. Yeah. Um. Therefore, she she can take risks. Uh-huh. So she she has the luxury and the privilege to take those risks. But I think nine out of ten times, this movie they work. Yeah. Doesn't mean they have to be revolutionary. Doesn't mean it has to be the best thing I've ever seen in a comedy. Mm-hmm. But they work for the most part for me, and I applaud her for taking the risk, Mm -hmm. no matter what the circumstances. All right, we should move on. Can we talk about one more thing in this movie? Yes, please. I mean, I could talk about this. Sort of the liberal fantasia that this movie takes place in. Mm -hmm. Yes. Feature or bug? Huh? Feature or bug?
2: It's a bug for me.
0: Okay, great. So we can talk about this. I don't agree, necessarily, but I want to... So tell me, not to put you on the spot. I just...
2: Yeah, why? I am... graded by it and that is the evidence of the four writers to me Mm, that that is this because it's just so much it is so much and every not it didn't at first but the more continually these comments happen the more I'm like I get it I just like just let it be the movie this is what I wonder about like I get that and I'll
0: say I do not like the calling Malala thing Mm -hmm. unless that is meant to be some sort of call out of their privilege Mm -hmm. but that I mean, like that woman was shot in the face. Yep. <laughs> like, Malala should not be code for "we're going to have a fun time tonight." Mm-hmm. If you if you want the code to be like fearless leader, like, frankly, make it like Barbara Jordan. <laughs> like, you know, like
1: there are a million other people you can go with there. Yeah, um, yeah, I, the Malala—that was the one. I was like, all right, come but on. at
0: the same time, I do think that these pair of characters might say Malala and it's like because they're high schoolers exactly yeah. it's and it's true they're they're not as woke as they think they are right and that's actually why why the references don't bother me so much because it it does great a little bit but I think in maybe it's not supposed to maybe maybe we're supposed to just take that ride and every single one like pat ourselves on the back for knowing mm-hmm. the reference and appreciating how on the right side of history, these two characters are. Um, And that's a whole other question, like around which way is history actually going? Like, so is this, how can this movie be on the right side of history when Mm -hmm. it seems like we're going in a different direction, which I can talk about that too. But for me, it's more, it's more sort of like the souvenir, uh, which now makes this the Hog Wild episode. Yes, that's Mm. right. The way that that character, oh, that character literally hog, uh, wild. Ha- hog wild, hog wild. Got it. The way that the lead character in the souvenir sort of speaks beyond her intelligence mm-hmm. and is completely unaware of it, but the audience knows, and that becomes sort of a critique and an endearing quality of the character. Like she has so much left to learn. Yeah, I think you can apply that same principle to the characters in Booksmart when yeah. they're when they're making the Malala count references and, and and when it's just all a little
2: like even if it nevertheless, is. Nevertheless, she persisted. Uh, uh, intentional. Yeah. I think the audience takes it as a pat on the back moment. I do too. And like for sure my audience did. Yeah. And it was like palpable that like they did not take it as commentary of youthful kids who want to be woke and maybe are getting it wrong. Yeah. But the audience sure were just like privileged liberals enjoying this film.
0: So now I want to talk about that. Like the
2: politics of
0: patting your audience on the back. Mm-hmm. This movie takes place, like, Trump is president mm-hmm. and under this film. I, th- I think that that's true. Even though they never say his name, I think the fact that they lean so hard into their progressive identities is the idea of hashtag resisting. Mm-hmm. Um, but just being proud of who they are and what their beliefs are and how they can change the world and mm-hmm. how they can just live better in the moment and stand mm-hmm. for the right things. Part of me has a real issue with the idea of behaving like we've won. Mm-hmm. Because right now, the Trump administration is not just attacking trans people. Trans people can't be in the military, um, but it goes way beyond that. The, the Trump administration is seeking to redefine the concept of human rights to exclude trans and queer identities so, it, so that they can go around saying that, you know, we stand for human rights. Mm-hmm. But human rights don't <laughs> include uh, women's rights, whether you're cis or trans. They don't include queer rights. They don't include
2: trans. Like, it's it, it's... And it's a worldwide movement right now.
0: Exactly. It, 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 this this like populist, anti-multicultural move that's going on in the Western world, across the world. But I was listening to an interesting podcast yesterday about, can you really link
2: What's all the of the 538 podcast? It was the 538.
0: Do you listen to that too? I haven't
2: listened to it, but I saw the... It's a good episode. I made a comment to someone that I love when a podcast topic is a question and the answer is just... Yes.
0: Well, I would answer the question. The answer is (laughs) always... Yes, they
2: are related. (laughs)
0: Nate Silver's not on that episode, but with Nate Silver, it's always like, the answer is, I don't know. There's a million ways we can string this out. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But they basically make the point that that type of... The rise of white nationalism is happening in in one way in the Western world. Like, Mm. you can't bring Australia, what's happening in Australia, into it. You can't really bring some of the stuff that's going on in Asia into it because that's... Even though we live in this globalized world now, these pockets of influence and culture are separate and the issues that they're reacting to are different when it comes to, like, anti-immigration sentiment, that more applies to nations in the Western world where refugees yeah. are seeking... And, like, Europe
2: and America. Yeah, exactly. Like, those are all the same situation, really. So mm-hmm. is
0: it is it ethically sound to make a movie like Booksmart, where everything se- well, Hold on, hold on. Where everything seems to... I'm just going to finish my sentence and then bring you in. Not to be an Aries about it. <laughs> but, like, is it ethically sound to make a movie where everything is seemingly okay for these characters when they're operating in a world that is not just inhospitable to them, but attacking them. How do you feel about that?
1: Well, I have an opinion too. Do you think this movie acts like that we've won? Cause I don't think it does.
0: I don't think it necessarily acts like we won either, but it, it's like a question of, it kind of goes back to the issues of class and access to education. We were talking about er- earlier, like just because the movie doesn't specifically say the Trump administration is making it so if you are a uh, same-sex uh, couple and you're adopting a child from China or mm-hmm. from Canada, you can no longer bring that child's birth certificate to an immigration office and they naturalize the kid so that they essentially become born on American soil and then mm-hmm. they can run for president or whatever. You can't do it. The Trump administration has made it nearly impossible to do that mm-hmm. now. Like, Do they have to say that to the camera in order for this movie to be socially conscious
2: and woke and like actually be... What I think is regardless of intent or whether it's trying to get at these questions at all. And I think it's allowed to operate as a fantasy if it wants to, to. but I think it does work as a sedative on the audience and to feel like, uh, I don't have to do anything, and it's going to be fine. We're still going to win. So here, and I have a problem with that.
0: That that's really where that that's the interesting. And not wedge. that we have to put
2: this weight on this movie, but I, I did actively think about it during the movie. I,
1: yeah, I I at the same I get that I see that I at the same time we have to look at what generation, what age group this movie is about, mm-hmm. and these are our. This generation is our future, Mm -hmm. and they have to fight like hell to Mm -hmm. correct the path we're headed on. Total total annihilation. So I I think leaning into the the liberalness of it all, leaning into like, it's so on the nose. It's so, I think it's just the movie, this is fucking cheesy, but it's like the movie's about like hope, which mm -hmm. is sort of a sedative because like, yeah, we're we are gonna get out of this. Everything mm. will be fine because look at what our high schoolers look at how they're operating, look at how they're thinking. Like, look at that one character was like, "I don't believe in the institution of marriage." Like, mm. these are progressive kids, and yeah. there, and, and there, that's our and, future and, leaders. And there is
0: a moment when Caitlin Devers' character tries to get another character to come out by saying, "Like, would you feel comfortable in Uganda?" So mm. clearly, right. the film is aware of what's going on globally yeah. in yes. regards to queer people and yeah. and the <laughs> persecution and murder of queer people. So I
1: ultimately agree with you, Brandon, and it's, I mean, yes, is that, like, a little, like, talking
2: to a bubble? Sure, but I don't know. I mean, It's like, what I was thinking about is, like, um, I can't think of any specifically, but, like, comedies from the 1930s. Yeah. That are not about the Great Depression, but they are about the Great Depression. But, like, Sullivan's Travels? Or something a little less uh, about poverty, like My Man Godfrey, which is also pretty explicitly about Uh, poverty. But like the those movies were more like what am I trying to say? That I don't know. I've lost my thread. (laughs) Well, I'm on. I'm on board. I I I think. I I think. But I I just think those movies are are more responsible in the messaging.
0: You, so basically you're saying, like, you you can have hope, you can speak to an issue, but you can do it in a way that is better ingrained in the story. Mm-hmm. And that by not, by not, by flying a flag discreetly, mm-hmm. you are able to worm into someone's brain a little yeah. bit easier. A message Instead of, of being so on the nose the
2: whole time. Right. Like Ladybird, not to put these two movies against each right, other. Right, 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 right. But there are a lot of similarities in class and young girl themes. Yeah. Yes. But... It's not on the nose. It's not really dialogue driven, yeah. but it's there. My yeah. So my, I agree.
1: This movie is not Lady Bird. Mm-hmm. I also don't think it's striving to be Lady Bird. Or, it has, I think to it, be. or right. has to be Lady Bird. I think this is a movie. I, I do think it is a lot about this movie being written by four people at once um, and not being a singular writer director vision. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that has a lot to do with it. But That's I do true. I do agree. The, the, the there is a clunkiness with its liberal. Mm-hmm. Ulti- um that that is more seamless in a masterpiece like Ladybird. Yeah. This is no yeah. masterpiece. I mean I I, mean, almost I, think, it is, I, I
0: think that Ladybird's politics are in service of something different than Booksmart's politics. And yeah. ultimately where I land personally where I land on the issue is it's fine. Like if, if it could be executed a little less clunky as you're saying Brandon, like that would be great. And what like Ben was saying, like does like the reference is great at a certain point, but what I ultimately I've been grappling with this in the like hour since I saw, I just saw the movie like an hour ago. The movie doesn't have to play into a victim's mentality. Like if mm-hmm. if if your point is is that this movie to reflect its times must make its characters suffer under the thumb of Trump, you're demanding a victim's mentality. Mm-hmm. I think it's okay that this movie is a bomb because it's a bomb that is sorely needed for yeah. a certain. Yeah, audience.
1: it's it's it it is yeah like a a triumph before we're actually. Triumphant.
3: And also, what yeah. what
0: what what I like about the the queer element in the movie you know, with. Caitlin Deaver's character is that it's unapologetic and there is no moment where it's like, it's hard being gay. Like, yeah. her problem is that she can't get laid. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And that there's no moment where it's like, well, ever since you came out to me last summer, like that mm-hmm. Beanie Feldstein says to her, she's just attracted to a woman. She gets the object, the woman is the object of desire in the way that every film communicates mm-hmm. and happens to be a woman and the character who is desiring is a woman. I think skipping that step is smart and mm-hmm. and I guess it's political because everything's political, but I don't think that it's about a message there. It's a refusal to play on not just Trump's terms, but the conservative America's terms that they've been wanting us to speak on yeah. for decades. In terms so, of like, and I love that, and I do think that that can create change. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, so I was at the I was at Pride Night at the Dodgers last night, which I this is the fourth time I've gone. I always love going because I like baseball and I like I like going to the Dodgers games because I can drink beer and yell in support of my city. But obviously, I got to go on Pride Night. I got to get the free rainbow swag. It has felt a little pandery in years past, in a way that you just get over, and that like you know, the corporate corporate America taking our dollars by saying we're with you. But there was something this year that, while it may seem I may seem naive, this may seem simple minded, but I was really moved by. Between innings on the jumbotron, they just had a screen that was like in Dodger blue, and had just in text said like, like to fans of the Dodgers, we're all in on Pride. And I think that that matters. Uh, and the reason I bring it back to this is because they skipped a step. They, 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 they didn't like couch it in anything. They just said, if you're gay, you're the Dodgers are for you too. Mm-hmm. Like not, not saying because, or we know yeah. that it's brave. Mm-hmm. And if you're someone who grew up going to the Dodgers games and maybe you have sort of antiquated notions, maybe you're not like hately, like hate forward, a bigot, but you have an antiquated notion around gay people, trans people, whatever you see that and you consider the Dodgers to be so ingrained in your identity. And you see something like that. And if you're small minded, I guess you could say like, well, fuck the Dodgers. They're not with me. Or you could see that this thing that I love supports this thing that I don't know anything about. It's like, yeah, I do think that, the two things are related in a way. That, like it's I, unapologetic. I, That's
1: what I like. About I think it. so too. Cause that, that connection, it, yeah, it works for Booksmart Cause like, um, you look at the genre of the raunchy teen comedy which middle America looks at that and they're like, yeah, I like that. And then they see how progressive and re- basically revelatory Smart is. Yeah. If they were seeing the movie. Exactly. <sighs> Which is the larger problem that no one actually saw the movie. But, but I'll say, if, 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 if it no- was a box office sensation and people were seeing the movie, it might promote some change. Yes. But no one saw it. I don't, I, I because it is, I agree. <laughs> I could can, I can talk for 10
2: It could become agree. a thing when it hits
1: Netflix. I, yeah. I, I do think it's going to, and I hope and I pray that it will have a, you know, back Life. end momentum. What I, what I
0: think is interesting in Dark and Layered and Complicated is like the narrative around Bookmart, Booksmart's release being a failure. Simultaneously, we see in the trades, we seem to be promoting this idea that theatrical release doesn't matter anymore because people are going to find this at home. Mm-hmm. So those two ideas are in conflict. The idea that Booksmart is a flop. Because no one saw it in theaters. Therefore, what a failure. I rue the day. Like, what a shame that no one will ever see Booksmart. Like, it Mm -hmm. should have been this major moment. These are the same people saying that major moments are made at home now. So I think Booksmart just kind of has this unfair burden on it to... To, to be this box office smash in the way that Superbad was with two unknowns. So Who do I mean? Like Michael Sarah, not an unknown, Jonah Hill, whatever. Just like Beanie Feldstein and yeah. Caitlin Dever have been in movies, but like star making moments mm-hmm. where it transcends names above the title to just a movie that is relatable and people enjoy and, and it's just a great high school comedy. It's just a great comedy. <laughs> completely unfair to put that on this movie because mm-hmm. the narrative, apart from, like I just said, it, th- th- these are completely. Uh, Against each other, and, and you can't you cannot believe that both are true. So I feel fairly optimistic—not fairly—I feel very optimistic about Booksmart's uh, uh, release yeah. because it's not over yet.
1: Right. Yeah, it's just beginning.
0: Until a movie lands on VOD, the release continues.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, let's move on. We're running out of time. Let's talk about homework for nine minutes. Okay. <laughs> I
0: mean, this is a good conversation. <laughs> what do
1: we got to say? Um, super bad Nothing. for me. Holds up and is ready to log
2: off. <laughs> um, no, I just, I was very drunk when I watched both of these movies <laughs> So from so 11 to 3 a.m. You're, a. you're saying, oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, what it. about <laughs> Superbad isn't holding up for you? I mean, yes, it's about two toxic boys just trying to get laid. I don't know. I don't think
2: it's very funny. Yeah, I, I mean, just don't laugh.
1: I think the right, I'm not laughing out loud like I am in Booksmart, but I, I'm acknowledging the cleverness of the script mm. and how it, I don't know it's, the difference. It's it's well written. So we were to talking me. about this
0: a little bit before we got on the mic. So the other piece of homework is Richard Linklater's Dazed and Confused, which is also about a lot of toxic men in high school who are trying to get laid and not respecting women. And the movie is aware of that mm-hmm. and pointing it out. In Dazed and Confused, it's so much more about socialization and the way that humans interact with one another, which is yeah. socialization. So I don't know why I said and, but it's w-
2: art and anthropology. Said Anth- Roger Ebert in his review.
0: No, it's anthropology. That's exactly right. But in Dazed and Confused these guys are saying things that we can like, you don't have to see life through their lens, but they are what they are saying. Um, it's not that it's universal, but it's, it's about a social environment. And so it's compelling. And there's a, there's, there's an awareness. It's not condescending to these characters, but there is an awareness watching this movie either in the nineties or in 2019, mm-hmm. it's a period piece. So where we understand that these ideas are antiquated, but still mm-hmm. pervasive, right? Mm-hmm. Like, there's something going on there, I think. Whereas in Superbad, which I think is a good movie, there there is no there seems to be no commentary going on with these guys. But more so but it, it, not that the movie has to, cuz Days and Confused doesn't necessarily have like a heavy-handed commentary on the characters' attitudes. But there's nothing to take from what they're saying unless you are that guy. Un, un, unless you unless you were that straight male teenager or unless unless you relate to it. In my opinion, and I'm speaking I'm speaking with too much authority here. Personally, I can't relate to it. I loved this movie when it came out when I was in the closet. Watching it now, it feels prohibitively straight. I couldn't get more than 30 minutes in, partly because it was very late, and I had to wake up very early for a root canal the next day. Oh, yikes. Yeah, and then I just had no time to finish it, I, but I, I wasn't mad I didn't get to finish the movie. Well,
1: what's interesting to me is, so Days in Fuse is a movie that comes out in the 90s, takes place in the 70s. Super Red is a movie that comes out in 2007, and it sort of takes place in this nebulous...
0: It felt like 2007 when I saw it. In but
1: when it actually takes place, like they're dressed in their dad's clothes, yeah. so it
2: looks like the '70s. Mm.
1: This movie it is, has it's trying to
2: play. It's called Super Bad. It's it, like trying to play with this sort of exploitation yeah. '70s. It's and, and the, the, the opening and, credits with yes. everyone
0: dancing against neon colors uh-huh. with silhouettes, yes.
2: and the main characters
1: are named Seth and Evan. Well, that's mm. so it's about their right. high school Growing experience. On. But the difference
0: between that and Days and Confused, not that we necessarily have to. But, like, just like Lady Bird and Booksmart, I think these mm-hmm. movies are about different things. We don't necessarily have to butt them up against one another. But <laughs> Super Bad feels like it's commenting on Seth and Evans' history, whereas Dazed and Confused is talking about the history of our nation. No, <laughs> yes. I mean, I mean, <laughs> that's right. Well,
1: yes, obviously, that is correct. And, and
0: so it feels a little navel gazy to me. And that doesn't well, mean it can't you know, be fucking hilarious. No, it, I, it, it is
1: navel gazy. It's these guys it, writing about their own experiences. And it's allowed to. Be. Right, and it's a lot. I mean, that's what Superbad is. It's about these two guys. It's their breakout. I mean, Seth. Yeah. This was the summer of Seth Rogen and Evan was. Goldberg. Knocked up came out are that now summer. household names, mm-hmm. making TV and movies, and this making was their... long shot. Well,
0: and and I I <gasps> really
1: no I really and making um, Preacher? AMC's Preacher. So yes. quickly
0: on a long shot, I haven't seen it, but I defended the premise with you guys in our group chat a while ago because I think that that idea that like the Secretary of State and a journalist, like she used to be his babysitter, and now they're falling in love, like it feels uh, like classic like George Kukor, like type of screwball romance to me. But right. I haven't seen the movie, so I don't know about execution. But I really respect Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg what they've done no, in Hollywood. No, me too. And they're so I the, love
1: this is the
3: end. They're the
0: only people making mid low to mid budget studio movies anymore. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. that's true.
0: And they no, make I, money. I
2: it's like, like I them a lot. And
0: I like a lot of those movies. And I like Seth Rogen. I don't think Superbad is the enemy or anything. Like, I don't I don't want to sound like I'm anti-Superbad. I just think that it hasn't aged especially well, and not because it's problematic, like Ben was saying earlier. But I just, I don't laugh that much. Yeah.
2: That's really all, like, I think it's, like, it's tender in, like, the, the friendship yes. exploration. Yes. And, like, that's all very sweet. And when they're falling asleep at the end, I love that. Yeah. But it's just, like... It's just not funny to me. It's it's not funny anymore. And, like... Because we aren't... Yeah, I Like, don't... when we watched Knocked Up last year for whatever podcast... We I don't even remember. I was trying to remember. Oh, for Tully. For Tully. Oh, yeah. Uh, still funny. Still funny to yes, me. Yes, still funny. The premise is problematic, but, but it's still funny. it is still, still funny. funny. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Um, the, this right. movie just should have had Leslie Mann as one of the girls that they were trying to sleep with. <laughs> yes.
0: That's what this is for. That would have
2: Um Emma Stone
1: is just radiant. She's in great. It. Emma Stone. I, I forgot how born. much. I yeah. mean, her yeah. Star is Born moment was easy A, A, A but yeah, yeah. Sure. this but was this her, got her preamble. A. Yeah. Preamble the to acting's The acting's great and super bad. Mm-hmm, it is. Across the board, I think. Who directed it? Jonah Hill. Um, and the same guy who did. Uh, Greg Mottola. Mottola. I think Greg Matola. Yes. Thank yeah. you. Adventureland. Right. Which is my favorite Greg Matola movie. Hell yeah. Never saw Paul.
2: I didn't see Oh, he either. did Paul.
1: The little alien movie. The Simon I Tech, Nick Frost alien. The alien who like movie. comes but on But I did people. like
2: Adventureland.
1: Does he come on people? Did I make that up. Oh, I don't remember. I never saw Paul. Oh, anyway, it's... this has been... <laughs> Dazed and Confused, American Masterpiece, Parker Posey. It's so it's good. Five to stars
2: and a heart, baby. I love that, that movie. I like that movie. movie I want Ben more. Affleck
0: to paddle me. Oh. I've,
2: me too. Oh. <laughs> I've seen Dazed and Confused. I do, but today. Like, I want... In 2019.
3: Oh yeah, I oh, want yes. I want beer can. Sad dad. I want ben beer Affleck. can.
2: Dick. Gone Girl. Affleck mm. to paddle me. I want straight out of rehab. Yeah. Ben Affleck. <laughs> I want Ben Affleck to come over to my in, house in, with in overs-
0: <laughs> <laughs> I want Ben Affleck in an oversized hoodie with mm-hmm. a back tattoo of a phoenix rising from the ashes <laughs> yes. to bend me over and give me a good spank.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, this is Ben. <laughs>
0: We'll have to Are do, we watch, done? When we do Where'd You Go, Burn Bernadette, let's do Dazed and Confused again because it's an eminently rewatchable movie and I it think is. there's more to dig into, but we are running. Parker Posey
1: saying, suffer, squirting mustard on uh, freshmen. That was good. So good. I never knew where that gif came from. Mm.
0: I, I will say, I was thinking about Dazed and Confused during Booksmart and that it is also, so it's, it's not performatively woke, but mm-hmm. there are these little flourishes like the history professor saying, all right, everybody, have a good summer, and remember on July 4th that uh, this country was founded by a bunch of landowning imperialists, mm. and, or landowning racists who didn't want to pay their taxes. Right. Like, oh, yeah. I love that, mm-hmm. um, and I think I think that that point is sort of informative to the rest of the movie and the entitlements of a lot yeah. of these characters, and just the American myth, mm-hmm. like a, not, not just the great American man theory, but yeah. the idea of conquest and manifest destiny, which is so apparent. Can't wait to see it sober. have you
2: not seen it before no oh did you like it i did yeah it's great but i would like to watch it again when you're not (laughs) would like i if you asked me what the last scene of it is right now i couldn't tell you like that's like I remember. I'll the, tell you what it is. I remember the first half hour really it's well. Away. It's
0: the same. Every Richard Linklater movie ends in the same way. Looking forward on the open road. What's going to happen next? Mm. It's a it's a shot through the dash as they're going to buy Aerosmith tickets and just Houston right
2: down the the mud slope into Kristen Wiig's house. Yes, yes. where
0: <laughs> John Dillman is furiously uh, mopping everything up. Ah, uh, ah,
1: uh, good. I'm glad. I have to
0: start like I, I honestly I feel bad when the Jean Dillman reference is like in reference to her domestic work. Mm. I know that's what the whole movie's about on some level, but it's so much more than that.
2: She, when she, oh, you know, when Beanie Feldstein stabs the guy, Nick, in the neck, it's just like Jean Dillon. Well, Olivia Wilde, if we had kept yes.
0: listening to the treatment, mm-hmm. um, she would have gone on to say this was explicitly. I can't a believe
1: you listen to, to podcasts like that. That would give me high anxiety. And Elvis Mitchell. Sometimes was, it does, but usually, I'm fine. they're just like, blah, blah, blah. if I was driving listening, I'd be like, oh God. It just <laughs> got to get there faster. It just did. Uh,
0: Brandon Brandon's scooting off the icy highway on his way to see the rest <laughs> of it. <laughs>
2: That's how fast my mind I'll moves, remember. and I need I need the podcast to give give me the information at that speed. I love that, Jesus. Mm-hmm. All right, Ben well, wants every
0: podcast to be the Philadelphia Story.
2: Yes, this has been at two times though. That's insane. Have
0: you done Philadelphia Story at two times? No,
2: I mean I don't watch movies oh. on <laughs> speed up. <laughs> No wonder you like Kira Stami because you're like forced to
0: actually shut the fuck up That's and true. slow down and like feel. But the podcasts,
2: I'm just listening to you for information, yeah. so I can. Sp- it's like I want to get through it. You want to take an info dump? Yep. I would anyway, love to. We take have to with go.
0: With Brandon has to get to Brandon, Brandon has, has for go to go dinner. dinner, dinner. I got to, I got to with, get to with dinner Nick's
2: aunt and Nick's
1: aunt's house. Ah, uh, Nick's aunt's house. I would love to get dinner with Nick. Mm. Nick is hot. All right. Well, this has been another riveting, rip roaring, dazed and confused episode of movies. I am out. It was
2: a dazed and confused episode, wasn't it? Hell yeah. It was actually pretty focused.
3: Well.
1: That's what happens when we record. After 27
3: minutes.
0: When we record in the middle of the afternoon. Yeah.
1: Is it the weekend? Oh, it is the weekend. It is. (laughs) Where who am I? It is dazed and confused. Who am I? (gasps) Um, please follow us on Twitter. (laughs) Listen to us on iTunes. Subscribe to us on iTunes and rate us five stars on iTunes. And tell us what actor in all the movies we talked about do you want to be
2: paddled by? Oh, Great. I want Noah Galvin to paddle me. Did you get into a really good school without doing any work like I did? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we haven't talked about that yet. Yeah, but I also am the product of community college education. I didn't this know country. that. Yeah. I only yeah. went to USC for two years. Oh. I didn't know that. I love that. And, and not Because like, we're I'm, poor. I don't mean My nothing. family was poor. <laughs> love to be pure. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, subscribe to us on Spotify motherfuckers the Dust Bowl can wait bitch that's the best line <laughs> in the whole movie when she chucks the cake I uh, screamed so see that's cool. where that's, the, that's
0: where I like the references in this movie like these girls would go like would they actually go home and watch a seven hour Ken Burns documentary I don't know does it work within the movie version of it yes the my, my friends
2: in high school and I when we would party on the weekends we were definitely like Reading from the Canterbury Tales I love from that. our AP Lit class, so like that is very resonant <laughs> that for <tracks>. me. Uh-huh. <laughs> that sounds like the party
0: scenes and everybody wants them with the theater games. Mm-hmm. Um, I I recently sent a letter to. Uh, th- th- I saw something on Twitter like they're trying to take some of the Grand Canyon and develop it. And yeah. it's insane. I and, retweeted that. Yeah. And um, maybe I saw it from your retweet, but there was a, no, no, I saw uh, film critic, Nick Davis. It mm. says something about it, but I'm glad you, glad that it got, it's, t- it's coming, but there you, you had the option to like send a form letter. Mm-hmm. And I was at work. I did not have time to write an original letter. So mm-hmm. I did the form letter, but in my signature, I, or in the last line I did edit it. And I was like, you know, as uh, as like a passionate advocate for um, our national parks, dash, as Ken Burns refers to as America's greatest idea. Uh, <laughs> so I, I, maybe I just relate a little hard to the Ken Burns nice. of it all. Uh, I love
3: that. Good.
0: Vietnam was a hard time. And there are a lot of different uh, ways to look at it.
2: I just downloaded Ken Burns's Civil War for the first oh, time. Oh, I've never seen Civil War. Neither have I. I'm excited. I'm I'm preparing yeah, yeah, yeah. for the next it's decade gonna be of our time. lives. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. Um, whenever I listen to Fresh Air, there's always someone on that's like, It's just like the 1850s right now. Every episode
0: of Fresh Air. (laughs) Some
2: historian is on.
0: (laughs) Uh, Interesting idea. Um, As they say, gay rights are human rights, and human rights are gay rights. Mm -mm. Thank you. Thank you, Terry. Mm.
1: Um, Subscribe to us on (laughs) Acast. All right, let's move through (laughs) it. Sorry. Uh, Subscribe to us, I don't know, up your... Spotify! Subscribe to us up your ass! I don't give a shit. wow. Jeez, Brandon. (laughs)
2: Okay. (laughs) It's a little risque over here. It's just hot in here. Let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. Say your name.
1: (laughs) What is my name? I am Caitlin Deaver. Oh. Oh, DeVere. You can follow me on Twitter at the real Caitlin Dever. I am Caitlin
0: DeVere Smith. Oh.
2: At PK Kirby. I'm Ben Empe. I don't like teens or movies about them. Um But you liked
0: two out of three movies we discussed. Today.
2: Okay, I would say all of them are on are on the uh, the top half of the yes. letterbox star sure. ranking. So it's three th- and a half. No, three is the the positive. Yes. Is Booksmart getting a three? Yes. Mm. I, I liked g- it.
1: I gave it
0: four.
2: I liked it. We went three,
1: four, five. Yeah, three, four, five. Where's
0: what's what your name? You can find me name? on the internet.
2: At Reels Hot Haines.
0: My name is Daniel Crook on the internet at Daniel Crook with O's And to answer your question, Brandon, I want Jessica Williams to paddle
1: me. Same. Hell yeah.
3: The winner is Jane Fonda. <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much, members of the Academy, and thank all of you who applauded. There's a great deal to say, and I'm not going to say it tonight. I would just like to really thank you very much.